Welcome to Restoration Podcast. Be blessed as you listen to this Sunday's message, Focus on God's Love Towards You. First John chapter 3. First John chapter 3. We'll only read two verses. Two verses. First John 3. Verses 1 and verses 2. Are, you, are we all there? Amen. Amen. The scripture said, it said, Behold, what manner of love the Father, the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him too. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet revealed what we shall be. But we know that when it is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. We bless, we honor, we exalt, we glorify you. Because indeed, O oh God, you are our Father. Lord, you have demonstrated your love to us. Father, we thank you, we appreciate you, and we are grateful. Because we have a Father that loves us. We have a Father, when no one loves us, we can always know that we have a Father in heaven that love us. Father, we appreciate you. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we exhort you for loving us, just human. Oh, Father, we say thank you. Now, Lord God, we're here. Father, we pray, Lord, that you speak to us. Lord, explain your word to us. Lord, I pray, Lord, that I will not speak, but you will be speaking. Father, I will not be heard, I will not be seen, but your children will see you. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you give your children a hearing here, sanctify their ear, so that they will hear your sanctified word, and our heart will be receptive to your word, and your word will do us good. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise God. Please be seated. You in the sanctuary and you at home, you are welcome to church. Amen. Brethren, I'm, I just have a quick, quick, quick message. It's a message to encourage us this morning. And I'm sure we have had this message over and over and over. For the sake of the topic, I will title this, Focus on God's Love Towards You. I want you to focus on the love that God has for you. Don't focus on anything else. And I know we are in the world that is full of problems. It's one thing after another. One issues after another. One disaster of another, one after another. We hear of disaster going on in California, the burning, or the burning and the cities. We hear hurricane season uh, is coming. We hear, oh my... We are bombarded with issues of life. And then talk about our own issues. 
what we are undecisive as to what to eat, what to wear, what is our agenda for the day, how we accomplish the agendas. We are also uh, consumed, I mean, uh, our, our thought is clouded with uh, how do people perceive us? How do we, how do this, how do we, how do they see us? Do we get along with people? And on and on is one, <laughs> one issues after another, brethren. That's why the Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 4.23, it says we should guard our heart. Why? He said, because, because from our heart comes the issues, issues of life, the problems of life, the thought of life. He said, we should guard our heart. Because why do we want to guard our heart? Because if we don't guard our heart, we tend to forget the most important thing, which is the love of God towards us. We will be thinking on the minor, leaving the major. Amen? And God will not allow us to do that. We will always focus on the love of God towards us. Because that is, that takes over, because it cost God a lot. We'll see. It cost God a lot to demonstrate his love towards us. And that is why I just want to call your attention this morning to focus on God's love. Focus on the fact that God loves you. God cares about you. God is concerned about you. Amen? God is concerned about you. Yes, it's good for us to think about the issues of life. It's good, it's good for, yesterday I thank God in, uh, in the Men of Valor meeting, we were talking about planning. You need to plan. Yes, it's good. The, the, the teacher tells us, teach us that we need to plan and that we need to have faith. Because those two work together. So, yes, we have to plan our ways. We have to plan what we do. But we should not, be al we should not allow our thought to be clouded with those things. Why forgetting that we have a Father in heaven that loves us? Amen? Amen? The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 4, verse 3. Romans chapter 4, 17, excuse me. God calls us his children. We are the children of God. And this same God, notice that, this same God is the God that called those things which be not. Imagine God, a holy God, the creator of heaven and earth, the creator of heaven and earth calling us his children. The creator of heaven and earth calling us his children. He said we are the children of God. Amen? Praise God. He said, he say, he that, he, he, God that called things which be not into existence. He called those things which be not. I, I remember in the scripture, he told Abraham, you will be fathers of nations. Abraham did not even have children yet at the time. But he speak into his future and he brought, he brought his future to manifestation. And God is able to do that to us. It is a God that speaks what we don't know of ourselves. It takes the angel of God to let Gideon know who he was. He said, you man of valor. Gideon in all this time did not know that he, there's something in him that is so important, that is so special, that he can defeat his enemy. 
and the angel of God has to come and tell him, he said, go with that your strength, you man of valor. So brethren, we have a God in heaven that loves us. Amen? We have a God in heaven that loves us. So that is what we should focus on. The God of our Lord Jesus Christ. He that speaks things to existence. He that, he that tells us what has seen happen. Yes, our situation might be rough. We might be going through problems. We might be going through issues. But let's focus on the fact that we have a God that loves us. Amen? We have a God that loves us. In, no matter what goes on in our life. The Bible tells us in, in Romans 5, 8. He said, God demonstrated his own love towards us. He said, why we were yet sinners? Why we were yet sinners? Think about that word. Why we were yet sinners? He said, Christ died for us. Amen? He magnified his love towards us by demonstration of his son. That while we were unrighteous, he sent his son, the righteous son, to die for the ungodly, for the sinners. That's a very good, great price to pay. Christ redeemed us in Galatians 3.13. Christ did redeem us. He redeemed us from the cause. Amen? He redeemed us from the cause of the law. He became the cause. That is a strange way to save man. You become you becoming a cause to somebody that was already caused. Why? So that we, you and I, as Gentiles, will come to the blessings of Abraham. So that you and I, that is a big price. Christ, the Bible tells us in that scripture, Galatians 3, it says, Christ became a cause unto us to redeem us. To redeem us from sin. So, so, that, so that, why? So that we become the heir of Abraham. So that we, the, the, in the inheritance of Abraham, uh, 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 so that we inherit the blessings of Abraham. So that we inherit all the covenant of Abraham. And God did all of this while we were yet sinners according to Romans 5.8. Praise God. Praise God. God is good. And all the time, our God is a good God. So brethren, you need, we need to, once a while, we focus on the love of God. Forget about what is going on. I'm not saying don't think about issues. Of, yeah, you have to, but don't forget what the Bible tells us in Proverbs. It says we should guard our heart. Guard our heart. How, what do we guard our heart? We guard our heart with the word of God. We take encouragement from the word of God. We take strength. We derive our strength from the word of God. We derive, our, we derive all that we need to help us spiritually from the word of God. Because if we focus on the word, the word is so discouraging. What is going on, I mean, just look at what is going on. This so-called coronavirus, up and down, up and down. You think you're not going to wear this mask anymore. Then, oh, you have to wear a mask again. Uh, you think uh, uh, you can't go to a restaurant. Yesterday, I was trying to go to Wendy's. I went, you know, unknowing that 
You cannot even enter. I, I pulled the door. The door was shut. Somebody said, you can't go in. So you, you can't go into places that we used to go. These are all issues of life that could be very discouraging. But as Christians, the Bible enjoins us to focus on God. Amen? We focus on God, our Father. Why? Because God bought us with a price. We were bought with a price. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20. He said, we were bought at a price. And because of that, we belong to Jesus Christ. We were bought with a price. And what was that price? His blood was shed for us. His blood was shed for us. Our body, therefore, our body and our spirit was bought with a price. That's why we need to keep our body and our, our spirit always purified, always holy, so that always ready for the master use. Because one thing about our God, God cannot use a vessel that is not sanctified. As the children of God, we ponder on these things, we look up to the love of God, we purify ourselves, we purge ourselves from all the issues, things that can depress us, things that can keep us down. We focus on his love. We focus on the plan that God has for us to encourage us. Amen? Then we purge ourselves of sin so that he alone can use us to his glory. Amen? Praise God. Now let's go to the scripture that we just read. 1 John chapter 3 verse 1. Look at what this scripture said. He said, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us. Look at that word, behold. Behold. What, what do you mean? When you hear the word behold, it means that look. Look. It means look. That's what it means. Behold. What does John want us to look? What is it, why, why, the, why is he calling our attention? John is calling our attention to look, to see the unusual love that God has for us. He, he said that, behold, what manner of love the Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have the same Father. Amen? He said, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us. So John is encouraging you and I to look at the love, examine the love that God has for us. Amen? This is a strange type of love. I know I've heard people say, oh, agape love. We under, I'm not going that route. Yes, it's true. It's the, it's the, the, the uncomparable love of God. So John, is encouraged, John here is encouraging us to look of this kind of love that God has for us. This kind of love is not the love of this world. The love of this world is like it's conditional. You love me, I love you. If you don't love me, forget that I don't love you. Amen? That's the love that we have in the world. The love of husband and wife is, if I, if I behave today, there's love. If I don't behave, forget it. Amen? So, so our love is, uncondition, uh, is a conditional love. But that's not the type of love that John is talking about. Sometimes our love could be selfish. I can only love you based on what I can get from you. Selfishness. But that's not, what the, that's not the type of love God has for us. Amen. We're going to see. God does not 
have a selfish love for us. The love that God has for us is great. The Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 49 verse 15. He asked a question, Isaiah 49 15. He said, can a woman forget the child that she the child of her womb. Can a woman think about that? When that child is in the woman's, uh, I remember when my wife was pregnant. When that child was in her womb, that child was a part of her. That child was a part of her, a part of who she, a part of her, because the child was in her body. The scripture is asking, is it can a woman forget the child of? Uh, can can a woman forget her son? Some translation suckling. Can a woman forget a suckling child that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Amen. He said, the question, the question, he said, yes, yay. They may forget. But God said, yet. They may say, yet. Say, yet. He said, yet I will not forget you. Amen. So, brethren. It is something for us to be excited. A man might forget you. A sister might forget you. A brother might forget you. Your parent might forget you. Your, your biological parent might forget you. But you have a God that will not forget you. That is the love that John is trying to make us see. The behold, what manner of love? What kind of love? This kind of strange love that God has for us. This unusual love that God has for us. Amen. So it's calling us to that attention. Are we going to see that love that God has for us? Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. What does that, what that scripture say? It says, but God who is rich in mercy because of his great love. Notice those two things. Is rich in mercy and Great in love. Those are the two things I want to take from that scripture. Great in, his mercy is great. His mercy is rich. Excuse me. His mercy is rich. Rich in mercy and great in love. Amen. You know what? You know what? His love is excess. His love is abundant. There's a song that we... He said, Jesus, you love me too much, too much, too much, excess love. His love is excess. His love is bountiful. His love on all that you can add. And then his mercy is rich. Rich in mercy. Amen? That is what John wants us to focus on. That we have a God whose love for us is great. Great love. And whose mercy is rich. Amen. Praise God. Lamentation tells us that. He said because of his mercy. Lamentation 3.24. He said because of his mercy. We are not consumed. We should have been consumed. Because we are sinners. Remember what he, he did. He paid the price for us. Christ became a cause unto us. He did not have to do that. But he did it. Amen. Why? Because of his love towards us. Amen. And another, another, another way of God demonstrating his love is a, is a popular scripture that we all know all the time. John 
3.16. John 3.16. A child can even start a quote that. So for God so loved the world that he gave. That is giving love. God gave us his love. He gave us his love. Giving love. Remember, don't forget the first one. The first one was great love. The second one is giving love. He gave us. Give us his son. His son. Amen. Praise God. Notice what happened. Jesus came to heal us. To heal us. To heal our natural sin, which was which was what? A natural disease, a natural sickness, which was what? Sin. God gave his son so that he said when we believe in him we will not perish. The same thing happened in Numbers chapter 21. If you read Numbers chapter 21 from verses 1 through 9. You see the children of Israel, they asked God, give us the grace to win these people. God gave them the grace. God fought for them. They won. They, they occupied the land. God sustained them. God saw them through. He was feeding them with man, manners in the dead as they were going. But as they were going, what happened? They become discouraged. They become discouraged. They started talking about against God and Moses. They started talking all kinds of nonsense against God and against Moses. What did God do? God sent snakes to start to bite each of them. Each of them, they were beaten by snakes. And notice, if you read that scripture, he said they were beaten by snakes and, and then, then uh, they cried, they started to cry unto God. They said, God save us. God asked Moses to erect a serpent of, a, a bronze of serpent. Serpent bronze. And whoever that the snake has beaten, look into that serpent, the same with Christ. Even though the disease, the, 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 disease, uh, the, the, the disease of sin has put us down, we've committed that. But even in, in our sinful stage, if we look up to him, when we believe what John 3, 16 says, he said, for God so loved the world that he gave. Remember, we asked, we were, while we were yet in sin, don't forget that, that he sent this his son to die for us. So when we believe on that son, what happened? We'll be saved. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Then the thought, kind of love is sacrificial love. Notice what happened. Christ did not only come, he, he, he was crucified. For you and for me, sacrificial love. Praise God. His life was sacrificed. Said, the Bible tells us that he was led as a lamb to be crucified. Was led as a lamb. And then the third kind, the third kind of, the fourth kind of love, don't forget the first one is great love, giving love, sacrificial love. And then the fourth one is pursuing love, pursuing love. You went after them and draw them out. You can find that in Hosea, the book of Hosea, chapter 11, verse 4. God lifted the yoke of burden away from them. Notice one thing. When the children of Israel, when they were in the land of Egypt, they have to walk for food. They have to walk in order to eat. Amen? 
But God took them out of that land. On the way to promise, the promised land, he was feeding them without walking. He was feeding them without not charging them. Without them not walking. Amen? So brethren, it is very important that we know that our God is a good God. Our God is a loving God. And that's what we need to focus on. That they love us and that is good to us. Another kind of love is on time love. On time. Romans 5, 6 tells us, for while we were yet sinners, on time, the love of God came right on time. It was not a minute late. It was not a year late. It did not come early. It came right on time. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners. Romans 5, 6 to 7. He sent his love. Amen? He sent his son at the right time. Number six, I'm, I'm rushing through so that we all uh, uh, will get it because of our time. Demonstration love. God demonstrated his love. But, but God demonstrated his love towards us. Why? How? God showed us his, his love through his son. We already read that in Romans 5. Romans chapter 5 verse 8. We already read that. He demonstrated to us. Amen? Then number seven is enduring love. We can get that in Romans 8, 3 to 3, 35 to 39. Say, who shall, he said, what shall separate? It's a question. He said, what shall separate us from the love that God has for us? Enduring love. He named it. He said, shall tribulation, shall famine, shall persecution, shall nakedness, perils, and on and on and on. He said, in all these things, there is nothing. So the love of God endures. Despite what we go through, we might go through tribulation. We might go through persecution. We might go through famine. We might go through poverty. The love of God is enduring. Amen? Praise God. No wonder I love this psalm. No wonder Psalm 103 that we always sing. That is it's one of my favorite psalms in the scripture. Psalm 103. Psalm 103. No wonder David. He said there in that psalm. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Amen. Where I'm going is verse 3. Look at there. He said, who forgive all your iniquities? Who heal all your diseases? Notice what happened in that psalm. The first thing that, the first thing that we see, one of the benefits, is God remove what separates us from him, our iniquity. Why? So that we can have free access to him. That is one of the benefits. He forgive our iniquity. We do not have to do anything to him, for him to forgive us. He has mercy on those he has mercy on. Forgive those he wants to forgive. But he remove, he he removed that sin away from us. Amen? In other words, God loves us spiritually. And then, and then we look there. Another, another way. Still, still that same love. That's the verse 3. He said, who heal all your diseases? He heal our diseases. And diseases is one of the issues of life. He heal us from those issues. Amen? Praise God. And then another one, uh, verse 4. Uh, yeah, verse 4. 
Say, who redeemed your life from destruction? He redeemed your life from destruction. We know in John 10, 10, he said, the, the thief come to steal, to kill, and to what? Destroy. But he said, I have come so that I could give you life, so that you will live. Amen? Praise God. And then you see there, another, another form that he has, another form is, is still in, a, in verse 4. He said, who crown you with loving kindness and tender mercy? These are some of the benefits. He crowned us. He put some authority on us. He crowned us with only, only, only kings and queens. We are crowned. He put a mark of authority upon us. Amen? A mark of authority upon us. Praise God. Praise God. Verse 5. Look at verse, he said, who satisfy your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed? He satisfies us. Amen? Physically. He renew our youth physically. And then verse 6. I love this psalm. I said, the Lord execute justice. He execute righteousness and justice for all. Amen? He, 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 he put us in a good judicial stand so that we don't lose any battle. We don't lose any. We don't lose. Uh, the, uh, the enemy cannot accuse us. He exonerates us from whatever the enemy might bring up against us. So, brethren, these are things that don't want us to focus on. We should try to get our mind from the issues of life and focus on the love of God towards us. And this is just, this is just verse 1. If you notice, I have not even touched verse 2. But what I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into that. But what I just want to draw your attention is that. It, there's verse 2 of that scripture that we read. Verse 2, tell us. Verse 2 of First uh, John chapter 3. He said, uh, he said, Behold, now we are children of God. Look at that word. He said, now, now we are children of God. We are children of God. Why? Because our sins have been washed away. That's why we are children of God. We have sonship because we have been adopted into the family of God. Christ becomes, we, I, we and Christ, we have the same father because we have been adopted into the family of God. So that is what, when we are faced with the problems of life, when we are faced with the issue of life, when we are faced with whatsoever life throw on you, because Satan brings those things to, to knock out your thought. So that you don't focus on the major thing. But focus on the minor. That was what happened with Job. He went to Job to torment Job. Because what, what, what was his plan? His plan was that Job would deny God. Job would lose his focus from God. But we thank God for a man like Job. He, his, his mind was made up. To look unto the promise that God has for him. The same thing happened with the children, with the uh, three uh, uh, three Hebrew boys. King Nebuchadnezzar. They wanted, they wanted the enemy wanted to make sure that they derailed their faith, but they will stick to their faith. So, brothers and sisters, this morning, 
the word of encouragement to you, the word of encouragement to me, that in spite of what is going on in our world today, Apostle John is encouraging us to behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed. Mark that word bestowed, put on us, that he should call us his children. And look at what Christ had to do for us. He take up, he became a cause for us, so that we no longer cause to inherit the blessings of Abraham. Amen. 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 So I want you to bow down your head. Bow down your head this morning and ask God. Because what is going on in our in our world today. It's very easy for us to for us to forget. It's very, very easy for us to forget the blessings, the love of God towards us. Ask God for grace that you don't forget his, you don't forget the price that he paid for you. You don't forget what he did for you. You don't forget that you have a father, even when nobody loves you, that you have a father that loves you. Ask him for grace because it, it takes the grace of God. It takes grace. The Bible says, by grace are ye saved, not of works. We are saved by grace. And we should ask him to give us the grace. So that we always remember that he sent his son because of his great love and his richness in mercy for us. And also, while you are while you are praying, as just and just in in, in 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 knowing this, if you know that you have not made up your mind, has having Christ as your Lord and Savior, brethren, that is number one step. Number one step. Number one step. We preach that in this house every day. Every day, we have to give our life. We have to all. Oh, you have to rededicate yourself. Just ask God to come into your heart. Ask God to encourage you. He needs to encourage you. He's our father. He's our father. He's able to encourage us. He's able to strengthen us. Ask him to come into your heart and you accepted him as your Lord and Savior. And he will do that. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We bless you, O God, for the entrance of your word illuminates our mind. And he give, you, he give us understanding, O God. Father, as your word, as you have spoken to us, O God, Lord, we receive your word. Your word will bless us. Your word will sanctify us. Your word will porch us. Your word will keep us in remembrance and in full knowledge of what you have done for us, that we have a Father in heaven that loves us. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for loving us. We bless and we honor you. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for listening to Restoration Podcast. Join us next week as we continue in the Word of God.